Hi, this is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC, and it is now June 16th, 2020, and this episode will be all about the movie Batman Forever from 1995. This is the 25th anniversary retrospective. Before we go deep into this, if you really, if you, if you like if you like, really enjoy my content and my work, consider becoming a Patreon on my Patreon page. You can you can support what I put on with that on www.patreon.com slash Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC. Now, I don't recall if I saw Batman Forever theatrically. I really don't remember if I did that or not. But I do know that I took myself took myself to see Batman and Robin in 1997 and remember not liking what I saw even at age 11 slash 12. Batman Forever is not great, but it is nowhere as, nowhere as awful as Batman and Robin. Batman Forever, as I said, came out in June of 1995. It is now exactly 25 years later since its release date. Batman must battle former District Attorney Harvey Dent, who is now Two-Face, and Ed- Edward Nigma, the Riddler, with help from an amorous, amor- amorous psychologist and a young circus acrobat who becomes his sidekick, Robin. Batman Forever stars Val Kilmer as Batman slash Bruce Wayne, Tommy Lee Jones as Harvey Two-Face slash Harvey Two-Face slash Harvey Dent, Jim Carrey as the Riddler, and Ed. Riddler slash Edward Enigma, Nicole Kidman as Dr. Chase Meridian, Chris O'Donnell as Robin slash Dick Grayson, and Michael Gao as Alfred Pennyworth. I would have liked and still would like to see Michael Keaton do a third appearance, but I can understand why he didn't want to do this version. Val Kilmer does okay in this. I do not like how Tommy Lee Jones is portrayed as Two-Face in this movie at all. I would have liked to see Billy D. Williams, who, who would have gotten the part after seeing him in Batman 1989. I like Jim Carrey as the Riddler, I, as the Riddler in this. Nicole Kidman doesn't have depth in this. Her character is always horny. But I must admit that 1995 Nicole Kidman does look stunning. Chris O'Donnell is okay as Robin. I like his character more uh, that I liked his character in the 21st Century series NCIS Los Angeles better NCIS Los Angeles. Michael Gal 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 G O U G H. He's always good as Alfred. And now talking about the three the here's uh, three of the movie's taglines: Half a face and some riddles ain't nothing for the night. In a chaotic time, justice wears a mask. Courage now, truth always, Batman Forever. I will now go over some trivia from Batman Forever that I find to be important. Some scenes of Batman Forever were filmed in Tel Aviv, Israel. That was one of the most interesting trivias I saw 
when doing the research for this. That's right. You heard me right. Some scenes of Batman Forever were filmed in Tel Aviv, Israel. Unlike the two Batman films that came before, this one actually plays most of the opening credits over the opening action scene of the movie. The two earlier films had a dedicated opening credit scene. The main title, Batman, never actually appears on screen. It is instead represented by a Bat logo with the rest of the title, Forever, superimposed on top of it. The opening Warner Brothers logo logo reshapes himself into the form of the Bat logo. It was Jim Carrey's original idea to have a question mark into his scalp, but that had to be scratched as he was due in court to finalize his divorce. According to Jim Carrey, he did not get along with Tommy Lee Jones, who told him that he hated him and his films. In the first Batman, 1989, District Attorney Harvey Dent was played by Billy D. Williams. Williams accepted the role with the knowledge and expectation that Dent would eventually become Two-Face. He reportedly had a clause put in his contract reserving the role for him in any sequels, which Warner Brothers had to buy out so they could cast Tommy Lee Jones. Williams would eventually voice the character in in 2017's The Lego Batman Movie. Val Kilmer and Jim Carrey became good friends during filming. They bonded over the death of their fathers. Michelle Pfeiffer was considered to reprise her role as Catwoman. I would have liked to see that. Before deciding not to don the cape and cowl for a third time, Michael Keaton met with Joe Schumacher and declined to join the project after deciding he did not like the direction in which Schumacher was taking the, was looking to take the franchise. In the brief time that Tim Burton was still considered to still considering doing a third Batman film, Riddler was the only villain that he planned on u- that he planned on using. The idea of using Two-Face did not come until Schumacher joined the project. Tommy Lee Jones was Joel Schumacher's first choice for the role of Two-Face after working with him in 1994's The Client. Jones accepted the role because his son Austin, 11 at the time, said Two-Face was his favorite character. The Batmobile was usually driven by stunt drivers, but Chris O'Donnell insisted on driving it himself in the joyride scene. He crashed into a curb and dented a, fe- dented a fender. It has been reported that personality clashes between Tom Lee Jones and Jim Carrey during filming annoyed Joel Schumacher to the extent that he stated he would never work again with either, either of them. However, he later worked with Carrey on 2007's movie the number 23. Val Kilmer learned he was the new Batman while he was literally in a bat cave in Africa doing research for the ghost in the darkness from 1996. He accepted the role without reading the script. This movie marks the first appearance of Arkham Asylum in a live-action Batman film. In Batman the complete history Michael Keaton said about turning down the film To lighten up and brighten up and be a cartoon was of no interest to me. This is the first live action appearance of Harvey Dent Two-Face in his in a dis in disfigured form. He was supposed to be he was supposed to appear as a villain in the television show Batman from 1966, reimagined as a news anchor who was disfigured with when a television set exploded in his face, but the character did not appear in the series.
and Clint Easton expressed an interest in the role. Early drafts of Bat- Batman Returns 1992 featured Harvey Dent in the film, with Billy D. Williams, Williams repri- reprising his role from Batman 1989, and his transformation into Two-Face was set to appear during the finale when Catwoman kisses him while, ho- while holding onto the Penguin generator. Several elements of Dent's role were role in these early drafts of the film were incorporated into the char- to the character of Max Shrek, played, of course, by Christopher Walken. More than a hundred Batman and Robin costumes were created to allow for the range of stunts from underwater scenes to scenes involving fire and extreme fighting. Jim Carrey helped design a lot of his costumes. Joel Schumacher originally wanted to make a much darker and more serious film that would more more fully explore Bruce Wayne's growing fear that his crusade to be Batman had drone had done had done more harm than good and that Bruce was beginning to suffer from burnout but the executives at Warner Brothers insisted on a lighter tone Rene Russo was originally cast to play Dr. Chase Meridian when Michael Keaton was still attached to the project as Batman. However, when Keaton dropped out of the project and was replaced by Val Kilmer, Russo was deemed too old to play his love interest, despite despite being just shy of six years Kilmer's senior. Nicole Kidman, who ultimately played the who was, who ultimately played his the role, is seven and a half years younger than Kilmer. Tim Burton said, "I always hated those titles like Batman Forever." That sounds like a tattoo that somebody would get when they're on drugs or something, or some or some kid would write in his yearbook to somebody else. I have high problems with some of those titles. It is rumored that Burton was considering the title Batman Continues, that's right, Continues, while he was still slated to direct. The, Joe Schumacher's decision to put nipples and enlarged cock pieces on the Batman costumes, as well as earring on... Rob, an earring on Robin con- caused controversy. It even bothered Batman, Batman creator Bob Kane. Schumacher said he wanted the costumes to have an anatomic look, while the earring was supposed to make Robin more hip. He also claimed that the faces for Batman and Robin's suits were came from statues of the gods of gods of ancient Greece. Bruce Timm, writer and the producer of Batman the Animated Series from 1992 to 1995, said in an interview, I did not like Joel Schumacher's Batman at all. This is the first appearance of Robin in the Warner Brothers series of Batman films. He was featured in early drafts of, of previous films, Batman 89 and Batman Returns, but, which were directed by Tim Burton, but uh, after several rewrites to the script, those films led to the inclusion to be dropped because Burton felt that Robin's appearance did not fit the dark tone of those films. At around 1 hour 40 minutes, in the film, Robin exclaims, Holy rusted metal, Batman. This was an homage to Burt Ward's Robin from Batman 1966, who would often exclaim, Holy fill-in-the-blank, Batman, in moments of distress or astonishment. Batman creator Bob Keane said in a Sinscape interview that Val Kilmer had given the best interpretation among all the actors to play to play Batman up until the, that, that time. However, Kane never lived to see Christian Bale and Ben Affleck take on the role. At around 1 hour 22 minutes, for the scene where Chase Meridian is vis- visited by Batman on her balcony at night, Nicole Kidman was not wearing any clothing underneath the white silk sheet 
which she, which for, with which she was covering herself. Dr. Chase Meridian is not from the comic book series. She was created by scre- screenwriters Lee Bachelor and Janet Scale Bachelor. Sorry if I mispronounce your last names. Names. Mm. This is the first film to refer Batman as the Dark Knight. 25 minutes of the film was digitally colored, corrected at 2K resolution, a very early example of digital grading for motion pictures. Michael Gow, Alfred Pennyworth, and Pat Hingle, Commissioner James Gordon, are the only actors are the only actors who reprise their roles from either Batman 89 or Batman Returns 1992. At around 55 minutes, when the Riddler is in... T- Two faces hideout, demonstrating the box, de- demonstrating how the box works. He says, "This is my brain on the box. Does anyone feel like a fried egg? This is a spoof on the anti-drug commercial, which demonstrated what your brain would lo- lo- look like on drugs by using an egg and a hot frying pan." Kimberly Scott. Br- Bruce's assistant and Michael Pouchan, a worker at Wayne Enterprises, came back for Batman and Robin 1997, but in different roles, playing scientists at the Gotham Observatory. Joe Schumacher frequently uses them in his movies. Uh, Of all the blockbusters Jim Carrey made, this is the only one where he wasn't the, the lead. Val Kilmer said of the film, I've done an absurdly, I've done an absurdly, absurdly commercial cartoon, and now I'm more likely to get hired for a job I couldn't get hired for before, because I haven't done enough movies. It's so rare when an actor gets hired because he's right for the role. role. It just doesn't figure into it. Joe Schumacher wanted the design for Gotham City to have personality, with more statues and neon lights. He cited in an influence to the 1940s to 1950s Batman comics, 1930s New York City architecture, and modern Tokyo. Unlike the first two Tim Burton Batman films, this is not scored by Danny Elfman. Also, unlike those two, this film features original songs performed by multiple artists. The trailers for this film and Batman and Robin 1997 feature Elfman's score from Batman 89 and Batman Returns 1992, however. Before appearing in this film, Nicole Kidman appeared in My Life 1993 opposite previous Batman Michael Keaton. She has since worked with all but the newest of the subsequent live-action Batmans, George Clooney in The Peacemaker 1997 and Christian Bale in The Pursuit of a Lady 1996. In Rabbit Hole 2010, she worked with subsequent Two-Face actor Aaron Eckhart and in Bewitched 2005, she worked with Michael Caine. Michael Caine, which also who also portrayed Alfred in the Batman Begins 19, 2005. In the Step for Wise 2004, she worked with Christopher Walken, who played Max Shrek in Batman Returns. She has yet to work with the current Batman Matt, Bat, Ben Affleck, well, not current anymore, but has worked with his brother Casey Affleck in To Die For 1995. McDonald's put out pulled out of Batman Returns after the movie's release due to the dark dark subject matter and the courtesy surrounding the film, even though it was a massive hit. They told Warner Brothers they would not participate in any cross-marketing campaigns with Warner Brothers on part three of this franchise if Burden was the director again. So Warner's essentially fired Burden and made Joel Schumacher the new director. 
In each main Batman villain in the first three installments of the Tim Burton slash Schumacher series, shot um, the the main the main villain shots and kills one of their own henchmen. In Batman '89, the Joker Jack Nicholson shoots Batman the Goon Tracy Walter. In Batman Returns, the bot. The Penguin shot fat clown Travis McKenna for questioning Batman's plot to murder the firstborn sons of Gotham. Here in Batman Forever, Two-Face fired his gun at Batman in the helicopter scene, thereby killing the Hunchman flying the helicopter. In 2007, Debbie Mazar, Debbie Mazar Spice stated on The View that she was very depressed to the news of the filmmaker's decision to cast Tommy Lee Jones... Instead of Billy D. Williams for the role of Two Face, at about 120, at 121, 121 minutes or two hours and one minute, this is the shortest live-action Batman movie in the Warner Brothers series. Batman 1966, which was based on the 1996 Batman 1966 TV series, ran 105 minutes, but that film was distributed by 20th Century Fox. This is the first film where Batman kisses someone while wearing. His bits, his bad suit. Actor John Favreau is uncredited as one of the employees at Wayne Enterprises. Later in his career, he played the, a lawyer in Daredevil 2003 and directed and starred in the first two Iron Man movies. There had been speculation that the, sh- that the film was a reboot due to Joel Schumacher taking over as director from Tim Burton and changing the visual style of the film from dark and gothic to more comic book and futuristic. After- and the-, the recasting of Batman from Michael Caine to Val Kilmer. This film is not a reboot and, continue- and continues on from Batman 89 and Batman Returns 1992. Bat Hing- Pat Hingle returns as Commissioner Gordon and Michael Gow returns as Alfred Pennyworth. But Billy D. Williams, who had played Den in the ori- Harvey Dent in the original film, and no, but Billy D. Williams had played Harvey Dent in the original film, and Tommy Lee Jones plays Harvey Dent, aka TV Dent, Harvey Two Face in this film. Bruce points out that to chase that he hasn't had much luck with women, directly referencing his prior encounters with Val Kil- with Ve- Vic with his prior encounters with Vicky Vale and Selena Kyle, respectively. Director jo- Director Sh- Joel Schumacher confirmed the story that Jim Carrey and Tommy Williams did not get along is very true. The director told Vulture that while working with Jones on The Client in 1994, which was wonderful, the actor was really mean to his co-star in the film. According to Carrey, who went to Jones one day and asked, Hey, Tommy, how you doing? Tim instantly turned white and started shaking. Then he got up and then he got up and hugged Carrey, say, saying, Hugged and ca- Carrey and said, I hate you. I really don't like you. When Carrey asked why he was doing it, Jones responded, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. Of the four main love interests for Bruce for Bruce Wayne throughout the Tim Burton and Joe Macker Batman films, Vicky Vale, Kim Bassinger, Selena Kyle slash Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Dr. Chase Meridian, Nicole Kidman, and Julie Madison, Elle McPherson. Chase Meridian is the only one to have screen time with both Alfred and Commissioner Gordon. On a, a related note, all four actresses have appeared in films with Alec Baldwin. With Alec Baldwin, Bassinger was even married to Baldwin. 
Joe Schumacher disliked the idea of having Billy Dee Williams play Two-Face so much. He decided to pay his full acting fee in full as fully required by his pay-to-play contract for any possible sequel featuring the con the character. Two-Face, like Val Kilmer's Batman, should be considered the same character that appeared in the 1989 film, despite the recast. Unlike the Joker and Penguin deaths previously, Two-Faces was intentionally killed by Batman's direct agency. Although he attempted to kill Joker by punching him off the building, the, result, the resulting death is accidental and happens by chance, much like Penguin falling backwards into his toxic waste. It just raises too many questions. This line is spoken by Bruce Wayne to Ed Edward Nigma, who eventually becomes the Riddler. Nigma drives the point home by angrily repeating too many questions part to himself over and over. At around 1 hour and 30 minutes, when Riddler and the Two-Face invade Bruce, Wade, Bruce Wayne's home, Two-Face flips his coin three times. Although many people believe he kept flipping the coin so he could get the direct outcome to kill Bruce, contrary to the comics where he is stickler for f flipping the coin once and unquestionably, acceptingly, it's, it says he was actually flipping the coin to determine the fate of all three people in the manor, Alfred Pennyworth, Chase Meridian, and Bruce Wayne. Dick Grayson slash Robin and Edward Nimbler slash The Riddler never actually meet during the films. The closest they meet, get to meeting is when Batman sees Robin trapped in Chase Meridian when, he, when Batman sees Robin trapped with Chase Meridian in Riddler's lair. Robin appears to um, appears on, uh, only appear only meets Two Face, whereas Batman meets both villains throughout the film. Batman only definitely kills one character in the film, Two Face. Although it is possibly he may have killed some of the henchmen while escaping the alley trap. Although he doesn't have any major fight scenes with any of the villains in the film, Robin, however, is seen fighting Two-Face during the climax. Bruce Wayne spans the entire movie telling Dick he can't kill Two-Face because it's wrong and won't fix anything. Finally, towards the end, Dick as Robin learns his lesson and saves Two-Face from dying, even though it means getting captured. And then Batman kills Two-Face anyway. In the novel, it's different. Batman attempts to stylize Two-Face by knocking the coin anyway. He, catch he catches it anyway, and then Robin calls Batman out on, ne on never turning the coin on himself. He then checks the coin on his fist and lets go of the girder he was clinging to. Robin then says he didn't mean to kill him, and Robin says that Two-Face has just made his first choice in a long time. Another person put it, nice, put it nicely as saying kill or be killed type of situation, since they were all being trapped on a ledge while Two-Face had them at gunpoint. And Robin probably had no other option since he had to keep from hurting and... And Robin probably had no Batman had probably had no other option since he had to keep from hurting Robin and Chase. Or maybe he didn't intend on making him fall to his death. Although it is notable that he makes no effort to try to catch him either via grappling or grapnel, which Batman does use with the Joker at the end of the Dark Knight to catch him. To catch him. He might as he might have he might have been out of grapple lines after his final rescue, but you'd think Batman would at least try a longing grab, especially since Two Face just inferred 
on his final line that he and Bruce knew each other personally. Thank you, Bruce. You've always been a good friend. I will now perform memorable quotes from Batman Forever. Holy rusted metal, Batman. Huh? The ground. It's all metal. It's full of holes. You know, holy. Oh. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Can I persuade you to, persuade you to take a sandwich with you, sir? I'll get drive through You're ruining my big party. Are you insane? Just waiting for you to deliver the Batman, dear boy. Patience! Oh, beer, beer freighted one. Patience is hell! We want him dead! Well, you could have let me in on the caper. We could have organized it, organized this, planned it, pre-sold the movie rights. Ha! Your entrance was good, his was better. The difference? Showmanship. We're five little items of an everyday sort. You'll find us all in a tennis court. In A-E-I-O-U, vows. Not entirely unclever, sir, but what do a clack, a match, chess, pawns, and veils have in common? What do these riddles mean? Every riddle has a number in the question, and they arrived in this order. 13, 1, 8, and 5. 13, 1, 8, and 5. What does it mean? Perhaps letter to the alphabet? Of course. 13 is M. I would be I would be A eight and would be H and five would be E. M A H E. Perhaps one and eight are eighteen. Eighteen is R M R E. How about Mr. E? Mystery. And another name for mystery? Enigma. Mr. E Enigma. Edward Dingma. Stickly Stickly Suicide was obviously a computer generated forgery. You really are quite bright, despite what people say. One man is born a hero, his brother a coward. Baby star, baby starve, politicians grow fat. Holy men are martyred, and junkies grow legion. Why? 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 Luck! Blind, stupid, simple, doodah, clueless luck! Has, any, has anyone ever told you you have a serious impulse control problem? Broken wings bend in time. One day, Robin will fly again. I promise. That's what I said. Then I taught my doggy a new trick. How to mend the human mind. Would you like to see what our old friend Bruce Wayne has in his head? Riddle me this. What sort of man does a man... What sort of a man has bats on the brain? Go ahead. You can say it. You're a genius. Oh, stop. I read your work. Insightful. Naive, but insightful. I'm flattered. Not every girl makes the superhero's night table. Batman? Batman, you say? Coming for you? I'm counting on it. For if knowledge is power, then a god am I. Was that over the top? I can never tell. Just what the hell do you think you're doing? You got a real gratitude problem, you know that, Bruce? I need a name. Batboy? Nightwing? I don't know. Help me out. What's a good sidekick name? How about Dick Grayson? College student. Screw you. I just saved your life. You owe me. You were totally out of control. You're gonna get yourself killed. You're looking at a new partner. No! 
Bruce, whenever you go out at night, I'll be watching. And wherever Batman goes, I'm going to be right beside him. I mean, how are you going to stop me? I can stop you. Al, put this neck to the bat suit where it belongs. Joygasm! All I can think about every second of the day is getting Two-Face. He took my whole life. And when I was out there tonight, I imagined it was him that I was fighting, even when I was fighting you. On all in the pain, and all the pain went away. Do you understand? Yes, I do. Good, because you're going to help me find him. And when we do, I'm the one who kills him. So you're willing to take a life, as long as it's Two-Face. Then it happens this way. You make the kill, but your pain doesn't die with Harvey, it grows. So you run out into the night to find another face, and another, and another, until one terrible morning you wake up and realize that revenge has, re has become your whole life, and, and, you, and you won't know why. You can't understand. Your family wasn't killed by, the by a maniac. Yes, they were. We're the same. Why? Why can't I kill you? Too many questions. Too many questions. Poor Edward. I had to save them both. You see, I'm both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Not because I have to be. Now, because I choose to be. I can't promise I won't kill Harvey. A man's gotta go his own way. A friend taught me that. Not just a friend. A partner. I'm sorry to bother you, sir, but I have some rather distress, distress, distressing news about Master Dick. Well, is he alright? I'm afraid Master Dick has gone traveling. He ran away. Actually, he took the car. He boosted the Jag? No, not the Jaguar. The other car. The Bentley? No, sir. The other car. I see without saying. To me, darkness is as clear as daylight. What am I? Please! You're as blind as a bat! Exactly. Master Bruce? Master Bruce? How are you, young man? You haven't called me that for a long time. Old habits die hard. Are you alright? Where's Chase? I'm afraid they've taken Dr... I'm, I'm afraid they've taken Dr. Meridian. Master Dick has run away. The cave has been destroyed. And there's another riddle. Like the jacket? It keeps me safe when I'm jogging at night. Young men with a mind for revenge need little encouragement. They need guidance. You, above all, should know the consequences of the life you choose. Ah, fortune smiles. Another day of wine and roses. And roses. Or, in your case, beer and pizza. He'll slaughter them without thinking twice. Agreed. A trauma powerful, no powerful enough to create an alternate personality leaves the victim in a world where normal rules of right and wrong no longer apply. Exactly. Like you. Well, let's just say I could write hell of a paper on a grown man who, dr who dresses like a flying rodent. Bats aren't rodents, Dr. Dr. Meridian. By the way, I've seen your mind. Freak! Yours is the greatest riddle of all. Can Bruce Wayne and Batman ever truly ex coexist? We'll find out today, but first, let's meet our contestants. Behind curtain number one, the absolutely fabulous Dr. 
Chase Meridian. She enjoys hiking, manicures, and foolishly, foolishly hopes to be the love of Bruce's life. Ha! <laughs> and behind curtain number two, Fat Man's one and only partner. Fat Man, Batman, I'm not sure. Alright, this acrobat turned orphan likes Saturday morning cartoons Saturday morning cartoons and dreams one day being bare naked with a girl. Gasp. And below these contestants, my personal favorite, a watery grave. Just one little touch, and five seconds later, these two date players are gold feet onto the rocks below. Not enough time to save them both? Which one will it be, Batman? Batman's love, or the Dark Knight's junior partner? There is no way for me to save them, or myself. This is all one giant death trap. Judges? I'm sorry, your answer must be in the form of a question, but thanks for playing. Wait! I have a riddle for you. For me, really. <laughs> Tell me. I see without seeing. To me, darkness is as clear as daylight. What am I? Please! You're as blind as a bat! Exactly. You've... You have broken into our hideout. You have violated the sanctity of our lair. For this, we should crush your bones into powder. However, you do pose a very interesting proposition. Therefore, heads, we accept, and tails, we blow your damn head off. Your damned head off. Now, the real game begins. I was scared at first, but only at first. Yes, of course, you're right, Bruce. Emotions are always the enemy of true, ju true just justice. Thank you. You've always been a good friend. Overall, some parts of Batman Forever were entertaining, but I don't think this movie has too much repeat value. At least, in my opinion. I do believe that Batman Begins and The Dark Knight have repeat value. Batman Forever has a good musical soundtrack that includes Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me by Ye Too, and Kiss from a Rose by Seal. And I've been kissed from a rose on a grave. Now that my life's on, I've been kissed from a rose on the grave. Ba da 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 da. It is hard to believe that it's hard to believe that when this came out, I was nine slash ten years young. And now, soon, I will become 35 years old. Or 35 years young. I'll be 35 very soon. Wow. 25 years later. I will now rate... I will now rate the movie. I'm going to rate this movie a letter grade of a C. As in computer, cake, or control. Or Christmas. Caliber. Cookie. All right, that's enough C words. I would read it as a C, letter grade C, or a 7.0 out of 10 on the entertainment scale. Two and a half, two and a half out of five stars, or two and a half out of five Kazatskas. I hope you've enjoyed my thoughts, feelings, opinions, and memorable quotes performed about Batman Forever 
1995 in this 25th anniversary retrospective. I'll see you at the movies. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC signing out. <laughs>